Listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings We're talking baseball It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing <laughs> that was impressive. But how I was trying to hold it in to not laugh. Okay. My that turns to the to the left of the, that I just did to look at Julia is actually the first time I've looked at Julia since she's been in the building yeah. because nice of you to show up. I did I not show up? You're though? here. You I are am here. here. I pushed for this show to be at like 1 1 30, and Darren was like, it's gonna be a nice day. I want to get on a bike. I'm like, okay, we could do 12 30, but it's gonna be adventure mode. I'm coming from work. I gotta rush, whatever. No, you're here. You're I'm here. here. You're here. My butt's in the seat. You're you are here for the first time in, in three weeks. Yeah. So last week, COVID, how you feeling? Much better. Totally fine. Negative, all good. Absolutely awesome. The week before that was the stomach bug, and the week before that was our our first episode of the season. So yes. anyway, what's up, Mets fans? Happy Thursday to you. Did I say Mutz fans or Mets fans? I don't know. Happy Thursday to you. Season six of Orange and Blue Thing, episode four, and uh, we are back in the studio, thankfully. So thank you guys for checking in. If you're watching live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, we do uh, check in on the chat here and we also are giving away some tickets or at least one ticket one ticket for next tuesday's double header in just a little bit because julia can't make it so what i wanted to talk to you about yes which i know your schedule is absolutely insane but my schedule next week is nuts okay uh mine should actually kind of be relatively okay next week okay so you have to let me know when we could do the show because okay. monday is my anniversary uh, or my oh, yes, this is your this is my crazy week. week. Yes. This is okay. my nuts week. So Kelly's birthday is on Saturday. Okay. Then Amelia's birthday is the next week. But we're going to Disney next weekend. Fun. So we have to fit in next week's show. You have to let me know when we're going to do that. I think really any time after 12 on any day, 12 oh. or later on any day should be fine. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm very happy about that, though, because normally, you know, we're walking around the dog. We're wa- working around the dog what walking schedule. Slip. Yeah. <laughs> walking around the dog. So if you guys are watching live, let us know where you're watching from in the chat. We will pull some of you into here so we can give you a little shout out. Um, so the Mets are 14 and six. They still have the best record in baseball. Let's you have a, go. a 700 winning percentage and they are uh, have a plus 33 run differential. The Nets not the best in baseball right now, but still plus 33. I'm happy to see that. So I think we talked about it last week. And, you know, you kind of get shit on when you're too happy in the beginning of the season yes. because then people are always always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, don't get too excited. You're still Mets fans. They right. can still fuck this up right. or Mets this up or whatever you want to say. And, um, you know, we are rapidly approaching May, which is Sunday. Crazy. So, you know, we are getting into not the mix of summer, but we are almost through April. So when are you, are you really going to allow yourself to be fully invested? Because I think we asked this last week as well. Yeah. You said you're kind of all in now. And you know, I mean, I am always with this team, the pessimist, not because I like being a Debbie Downer and like I hate being the person who's just like shitting on things other people are excited about. It's never about that. It's just that like I there's no feeling I hate more in the world than like disappointment. Uh-huh. So I just like to expect the worst and then be pleasantly surprised. But it's slightly different this year. And I will tell you why not only, I mean, they always get off to a hot start. I feel like they like always start the season. Yeah, even in the Mickey Calloway okay. era, they were like 11 yeah, and one one they're, year. They're fine. But what's different to me about this year 
is they they're always confident, but they're also being realistic and aware. Like Max Scherzer's being like, it's April, we haven't won shit. Like yeah. nothing really counts. Chris Bassett saying the same thing. And for me, it almost like takes that burden off of my shoulders. Like I don't have to be the realistic one because I know that they are. Uh-huh. It's different. It's not like they're being delusional, like, oh, like we're the team to beat and like right, whatever. Right, right. It's like they're like, we haven't done shit. We just gotta keep playing well or whatever. And I feel like that's a sustainable mindset. So I'm excited. I'm pretty sure Bassett the other night during the post game, during like the interviews, which I actually like that they're doing at the at the lockers again. It's I know not like it's the nice. Zoom. It's very normal. Even though the the reporters have to be masked up, whatever. That's the rules as as far as now is concerned. Whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. Any way to get it done, so like we're getting back to somewhat sort normalcy. of normalcy with like the coverage for sure. Because before the the Zoom whatever pressers was the only interactions that beat had with the players yeah. so they're all kind of getting the exact same story they didn't have one-on-ones right which i don't know if they have one-on-ones now but you know what i mean yeah. they weren't as close and you don't see it, the, yeah. the little yeah the but little i'm pretty bit. sure bassett was the one was like yeah we did win our first six series of the season but i'm more concerned with winning the last six exactly. series of the season loved it yeah loved it i mean i'm pumped up though the yeah, first this is I the first too. time in the mets history that they have won the first six series I know of a season so i'm excited too how could you not be fired up i am i really am and i don't get this excited this early but i am you look fired up you look very happy i am it's just so fun yeah it's fun to be me right now it's fun to be you right now it's fun to be a mets fan right now uh maybe not so much watching the game yesterday but although actually it was was pretty fun well (laughs) yesterday if you happen to miss it you missed a lot of fireworks so steven matz was pitching against the mets and you know everyone knows that steve actually someone thought that i didn't know steven matz was a met it was pretty funny. Like the interactions I was having yesterday it must have been a troll, but um, I was watching the game and I was tweeting along and writing something about like when things started getting a little heated before they eventually did have the benches clearing non brawl, whatever it was. Right. Um, I wrote like, wouldn't it be something if the Mets really went out and got Max Scherzer because Steve Cohen was so pissed that yeah. Matt's and his agent kind of disrespected him and Matt's was on the Hill yesterday. And now Max Scherzer is a Met. I was like, wouldn't it be something if like the bit, the, the benches did finally clear for real. Right. And Max Scherzer smacked the shit out of Matt's. <laughs> and someone wrote back to me like, Matt's was a Met. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't I didn't know that. Was he also from Long Island? Like, come on. Does he have a sandwich at Seaport Valley? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's get back to the chat here. So um, we have Michael Giardino in Staten Island. We have Eli in Huntington. We have Jim in Palm Coast. Jim goes to a lot of the outings, I think. We have Ryan in upstate New York. We got a bunch of people checking in. Oh, do you want to read my name? Oh, yeah. Julia Quadrino. Look at that sign that's <laughs> twice the size, size of mine. Of Thank you to Brian Shoemaker. The the backup one, wasn't it on your desk? Did you move it? I oh, it's over there. I literally sat down and you click start on this thing. I haven't done anything. So the original one, they're both metal, by the way. So she's a machinist, awesome. uh, an engineer, and his shop's right down the block from here. So I guess on his off time or ex- after hours, extracurricular activity, he made this so for you cool. and then painted it. So it does look similar to my locker tag from the fantasy. Camp. Just much bigger. Yeah. Twice the size. <laughs> so I'm cool with it. It's, it's all good. It's all good. So um, if you watched last week or any of the previous weeks, we do give things away each week. So right here, I didn't have it actually oh my in my possession last week, but this is the Lindor bobble gnome that they gave I away. I cannot remember the last time a bobblehead or anything looked as accurate. Are they giving this away does. this weekend or was this a giveaway last week? I want to say it's April 30th. Oh, so it it's this, this weekend's weekend. giveaway. Yeah. And we're already giving them away? I guess. Oh, cool. All right. So I guess this is this weekend's giveaway. Yeah. But I already have three of them. So let's go. Uh, last week's winner winners which we will get to a little bit later i want to keep you guys interested yeah you gotta keep uh, watching they are they have already been selected you know i do that before the show so right. 
each week we give away something on the show. This week we are giving away gift cards for the Seven Lines website. Awesome. So we have a lot of things coming out that people seem to be very interested in. And I don't know if you look down at my feet so far today. But these are fire. <laughs> I was so excited. The when sneakers, I saw the sneakers. Let me show you guys if you didn't see yet. I didn't so post this cool. photo on on uh, Facebook yet, but on Twitter, this is already out there. So these are the sneakers that we're coming out with. They we don't have that many of them. And people get so pissed when right. I say that. But we really don't like I wasn't sure exactly how many to make. This is the first run of them. We will be making more. So don't worry if you miss out. Right. Which I'm sure you might miss out because there's not that many of them and they're they're already one less because i'm keeping these of course so um i love the socks the combination the all combo combo platter head to toe yeah i knew i was going to put these on when i got to work today so i have the the homer and apple socks on as well today so anyway the uh if you're not watching and you're listening afterwards as a podcast go to our social platforms and you can check out the photo but they're basically converse style sneakers they are not made by converse but they're converse style sneakers they are pinstripe. They have a, a racing stripe down the back, which is stitched on there. It looks awesome. Will and there be half sizes? No half sizes, unfortunately. Damn. So similar to like, I wear, do, you ever, do you ever wear Converse? I used to. Yeah. So Converse are typically run big and sort of these. So usually go down a size. Okay. So I'm going to recommend that to anyone that's interested. But cool. if you do win this week's giveaway, which is a gift card, you can put it towards the sneakers. So ah. um, they, I was reading online, like there's, there's a couple of people that purposely like to chirp every time I, I show off something that's new and of like course. what is it going to be a million dollars like you're such your your prices are crazy yada yada these are i think very reasonable they're going to be between i think 60 and 70 bucks i can't remember but that's a steal yeah that's awesome they're, that's actually less expensive than converse yeah that's and, that's yeah. a really good price I'm, for nice sneakers i'm almost positive that don't quote me. I think it's going to be either 65 or 70. I don't know, some, somewhere between that, but not higher than 70 for sure. Awesome. And um, in the first batch, we have, I think, sizes 7 to 12 or 13 or something like that. Is it like men's and women's? Unisex? Men's. Men's okay. only for now. Okay. And then we are going to be ordering a kid's version and women's on the next batch. Awesome. So I want to see how quickly these go first, and then we will uh, reorder them, order more if we need to. I'm sure we will. And then order women's and children's as well. So sit Sweet. tight for that. Did you happen to listen to the radio broadcast all this week? Were you in the in the car? Did you put the Odyssey I app on? I was, but I can I just vent for a second about sure. how shitty vent it up. 880 comes in on Long Island. Like, That's why I need the Odyssey oh app. Oh my God, I do. Because I try to listen to it in the car, like in between dog walks. And no matter what town I'm in, you can barely hear anything. What I ended up doing actually was I had my phone on Bluetooth and I put on the SNY app. So I was listening to Gary and Ron yeah. on the car, but I wasn't really... I, I was I was very angry with angry with the SNY app the other night. Oh, I know it's it kind of stinks. No, it's new. So. No, no, no. They they didn't before when the SNY app first came out. They said yes, we will be carrying all SNY and picks games. Oh yeah, they they didn't have picks, right? So on Saturday night, I was in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. I was I raced on Sunday, so I'm How'd in you do? I got fifth, which I which I'm actually proud of. Let's like, go. I whatever. The series I went to, it's like a lot of fast guys in New England. Uh -huh. And there was over like 15, I think it was 15 guys in the class. So to get fifth, you know, to only have four guys beat me and I beat like the majority of them, I was happy with that. Awesome. So, good for you. But not good enough. Did I tell you about ice cream? No, but tell me more about ice cream. Before I go to a race, I buy a little ice cream. Oh. And then if I get, if I do well, I, I like uh, reward myself when I get home. It wasn't good enough for ice cream, but <laughs> it's still in the freezer. Anyway, uh, so I'm at the track wanting to watch the game oh. and I turn on the SNY app and it wasn't on Pix 11. I mean, it wasn't on the, it app, on the app, but right. it was on Pix 11. I'm like, what the fuck? Like it's supposed to be on right. here. So I don't want to be like a dick, but I was writing about it on Twitter and I'm like, Oh, what's on what they were playing on the SNY app was like, 
you know that show like oh it's called oh yeah, oh, yeah. Why? it was like oh yeah 1985 like who cares about whatever the fuck was going on in 1985 also, who, besides good and lighten it up but right, like but still who 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 is opening the SNY app and sitting there watching the SNY app to watch oh yeah 1985 or anything Instead other than a Mets game. The Mets game. Yeah. Yeah. Well I was, so then I wrote like oh yeah let's not oh yeah but <laughs> let's let's watch oh yeah or how about like um what was that dating show? Oh um uh, prospects. I'm like maybe we could watch prospects for the a millionth time or the like the 10 Mets classics. But anyway, they did figure it out within like the first few innings and then they did get it on the app. Okay, good. So whatever. They they fixed whatever the issue was, but still I was like, are you fucking serious? Like I'm sitting here excited to like watch the game. Right. Like I was in the pits with some people, like, oh, you want to like hang out? I was like, sorry, I gotta go I watch, gotta the, watch the game. <laughs> like instead of like doing being stuff a social at the human track. being. Yeah, it's like sorry guys, like uh seven o'clock, uh I gotta go watch the game. But anyway, they did fix it, so good good things on that front but yeah the 880 it's 2022 and we can't get radio reception which is it's unbelievable terrible. odyssey app for sure you okay. should download it but okay, this weekend or this series was uh jake eisenberg's first uh yes, i did hear him a little bit for he Howie. did great did great it was awesome you know it's it's always tough getting used to like new things yeah. you know did you hear the story gary told about that game, the, the the game when the Mets came back and won with Dom Smith diving into first, what happened to him? What happened to who? Uh, Jake. No. So he, it's apparently it's decided in the radio booth, like who's going to do which inning, uh -huh. like the play by play. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, they switch off on every other right. inning or something like that. And it's his job, or, you know, usually it's Wayne's job to go down to the field after the game and get like interviews with mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. So when, oh my God, I didn't know that. My really? brain just like with the Cardinals, when the Cardinals were winning, he went, he started going down to the field or no, maybe this was the Diamondbacks. I think this was the Diamondbacks. I'm sorry. This was not the Cardinals last year. So whatever game they came back and won against the Diamondbacks, whatever it was, okay. but it was the last inning. He had gone all the way down to the field only for the game to get tied up and there was going to be another inning. So then he had to run back up to the booth, but he got lost going back to the booth and like went all the way up the staircase to a door that was locked, like had to go back and like whatever and just made it back in time and then still called the whole inning. Well, so. I mean, I'm sure like Wayne, Wayne's a pro. He could have like right. stepped in. I'll but I'm pretty sure that was like innings. his, that was his first game that well, it happened. Yeah. Well, so if you don't follow Jake already, hit up, hit him up on Twitter. Uh, what is it? at Jake Eisenberg with an underscore afterwards. So after this, I guess he's off until the Mets go away again. I know he's definitely going to be actually not always away. Like they, it's only the West coast one. So he's definitely going to be in Denver, right. which so will we, so will we, so that, that should be a good time. So shout out to Jake. Congrats on the new gig. And uh, it sounded like you did great so far. So um, speaking of doing great, our friend too Gooden on Twitter, how do people at this point, that have Twitter that are like on the internet, right. not understand that people like troll for fun. And it's not like malicious troll. It's not like a troll but who like will tweet at you or right. me or whoever to like right. be dicks. It's funny. It's funny. But also just like, I, I can't fathom, like if you just look at his profile, <laughs> yeah. like the bio uh, to me, that doesn't sound like a real thing. It sounds like a joke. Right. It's. I really think it's the profile picture. It's the fact that he has a professional headshot as his picture. If he had anything else, I don't think people would fall for well, it. Well, the funniest part for of this for me is that, have you met Mark in person? Like, yes. You know Mark. Mm -hmm. Like We know it, this is a real person. Yeah, and that so, is him. <laughs> right. So usually, And his last name isn't Gooden, to right. my knowledge. So. No, 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 it's definitely not. <laughs> so like, it's different for people who, you know, Think that it's cool to be like a troll on the internet, which I don't really understand it, but right. I guess people people like. But this doing is like harmless good fun. What do they call them on there? They call them trollers. So Mark, who is really Mark, and it's his real photo, 
people kind of get confused. Like, yeah, this does look like a real guy, you know? So if you're not watching live and you're, you're listening afterwards, I have his Twitter profile on the screen right now. He is the New York Mets beat writer for the Federalist, BBWAA Hall of Fame voter, formerly the DC Examiner. And he says his podcast is Red, White, and Mets, the Nationalist League, and he's an expert on the weather, HIPAA, and copyright. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's totally a joke, but people don't get it. So that's the best part about the entire thing because he'll write like funny shit right. that people should be like, oh, that's just like a joke. You know, this is satire. This yes, is funny. Yes. You know, it's whatever. It's literally like the onion for a Mets beat writer. Yeah, that's what it is. It's but people, excellent. People don't get it. No. So if you happen to miss his tweet <laughs> yesterday, which went extremely viral, he posted the screenshot of it. One million impressions. Honestly, no one's doing it like him. No one's doing it at all. But I feel like if anybody did, no one could do it right. as effectively as this. So, I don't know where he got the idea to start doing this either. I think but, just boredom probably. Yeah. It's probably like the pandemic. Like, what can I do with my life? And you know, <laughs> How easy is it to be a beat writer? Right, right. I think that is how it started. Like, he's like, I can literally, like, all it takes for a beat writer is to just, like, see, like, the lineup you tweet. Like, you all you have to do is just, they all tweet the same thing. Well, what he writes now is he takes the obvious, but he starts it with Federalist exclusive. <laughs> And he's like, uh, you know, Max Scherz is pitching tonight, you know, like <laughs> random shit that you should just know, like, hey, this is a joke. Um, I got to find the original thing that that started this whole thing. It was uh, OK, because Steve Cohn replied to it yeah. and then it got and it got real legs. Yeah. So uh, Mark wrote on Twitter per source, Steve Cohen walked through the visiting clubhouse in St. Louis last night and made it clear that any Mets player who hits a home run off Stephen Matz today will get a new car, which <laughs> You have to be like, all right, that's that's probably a joke. Right, right. right. So Steve Cohen replied, oh, damn, where is it? And then Tiki and Tierney put it on the air. Uh, I think Boomer and Geo did as well. Um, damn, where is it? So this is funny. Steve Cohen replies, interesting, given I've never been to St. Louis. <laughs> wild to me that he's never been to st louis but i love how that's also the way he phrased it i've never been to st louis right, right, right. not like interesting given that why would i say that right <laughs> and then he followed it up with instantly uh clearly i fell for something what is this account <laughs> twitter is a minefield and that's now his look at mark that's now his cover photo. oh yeah of course because that that's yeah that's his that's <laughs> mark's cover photo now it's unbelievable so and I, I can't get enough of it i absolutely love it right. so if you're not following mark and if you I just don't understand people. I don't have a sense of humor. I know. Um, I think it's one of the more harmless things on the internet. Very harmless <laughs> compared to the things that we see on the internet. Absolutely. So uh, tell us about your uh, t-shirt quilt. Oh, so I finally got to order it. Can I'm they tell you when it's going to come? Um, I think it said something like five to six weeks, I want to okay. say, because you got to send it out. They got to make it. Cut all it, that stuff. It. Yeah, of course. Custom. All that stuff. So I am very excited about it. Um, I had... I, the math I had to do because I wanted like a certain number of t-shirts, but then I want the fronts of some of the t-shirts and mm -hmm. just the backs of the other. So it took a minute to kind of figure out which ones. Um, I want to preface because I feel like you're going to nitpick my quilt. One, I included Zach Wheeler on it. Not He wasn't on the 2015 team technically, but he was part of the Wilmer Flores trade. And I feel like he's still a part of it. So I put his jersey. This is in your quilt. Too. You do with it what no, you please. No, you're going to nitpick it. Just like you were trying to nitpick my opening day streak with my dad because we went to the away one. <sighs> I don't think. So don't tell me you I don't know if that really quilt. counts. It does count. It's opening day. We had never specified home or away. It was just opening right, day. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, um, and then also I have. I just wanted like jerseys of like all the players who were on that team. So 
I didn't want to cut up. I have like a David Wright jersey from that year with the oh, World Series. Oh my god! Pack. Imagine you cutting up the no, David Wright anything. I, well, I I have a bunch of jerseys, so I did put one of them. It was one of my older ones, and it's a black jersey. And I feel like you would nitpick the fact that the Mets didn't wear black That's jerseys okay. in 2015. Um, I hope the rest of that is okay. And then there was like a couple random seven line shirts I just wanted to throw. I don't know if they were from 2015. They weren't like outing shirts, just like right, right, shirts right, right, in general. Right. So awesome. Those in there. Very so excited. if you don't know what Julia is talking about. I don't know where you've been, but Project Repat, great friends of the show. We've been dealing, you know, we've been friends of theirs and uh, partners of there for a couple of years now. So we sell and, you know, give out a tremendous amount of t-shirts per year, especially our outings. Like we're going to Denver next in, you know, a few weeks now with right. 1300 people. So not, not everyone wears like the outing shirt after the outing. Right. Um, but anyway, so if you want to do something with all your extra t-shirts, whether it's Mets stuff, the seven line, whatever, maybe you, you're a marathon runner, you do like a, uh, what, like a tough mutter and you got these shirts from events that you sure. want to kind of document your life. You can turn them into a cool t-shirt quilt. So go to projectrepat.com and uh, check out their website. You could scroll down and see all the different options of the different sizes. What sizes do you get? I the got twin, the, the twin. Full? Yes, I got the twin. So you do the lap size, the twin size, the full, the large, the queen, all different options there. You send them your shirts. They cut it up. They sew it together, and they send it out to you when it's all complete. So check them out. Go to projectrepat.com. You can see all the different um, uh, happy customers that they have from the the reviews. They have almost 30,000 reviews on the site and over 500,000 happy customers uh 500,001 now because of Julia. <laughs> so uh check them out projectrepat.com 30% off with the code 79 22 the number 7 L I N E 22 and uh check them out. So um Nolan Arenado Ugh. soft as charming but I'm putting a but in here right okay, now. Okay, okay. Because I don't want to call I don't want to call Pete out here. Okay. But his comments after the fact uh-huh. were a little like weird to me because it's like i'll put so i could put someone in the hospital i right. could do this i could do that like yeah it's it's talking after the fact right and i understand when you get wrapped up and you get pulled from behind and then like poo holes is in your face right you're probably not gonna like disrespect like the future hall of famer who's trying to be like hey calm down calm right. down right uh pete doesn't seem like that kind of guy um but for him to after the fact say if i want to i could put people in the hospital I, I don't I really I don't know how that really jives with me. I, I understand that. I, I think his point was was that like he was saying like I wasn't trying to like go after anyone. I was trying to protect my own guys right, right. and I didn't get the chance to do that because I was pulled back from behind and tackled onto the ground. And then my once again, my health and safety is being put at risk because people are seeing me as a threat one way or another, where it's as a hitter at the plate or now right, because right, I'm right. a big, strong guy who could put people in the hospital and you know, I'm angry. So you're going to defuse me before you even realize that I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think he was just heated. Well, like, I think too, like when you have like 15 reporters in your face yeah. with microphones asking you like, Hey, what are you going to do? Like it, you, it, also, as a man, it probably does say. strike you a little bit like, all right, uh, what's his name? Uh, stubby, stubby clap. clap. <laughs> what a name. Stubby clap. <laughs> held me back. Like this. that's another thing. When a guy named stubby clap is the one who directs you to the ground, like, you got to defend yourself. A right, little right, bit right. There. But it, it just, it was a little weird to me because there was no, as far as I know, there was no punches thrown. 
the person who got the most physically like assaulted in this thing was Pete Alonso. And also poor Tomas Nito. If you oh see my God. the one that yeah, like, threw him out of the way. Yeah. Which I felt so bad because clearly then Nito wasn't trying to instigate anything. He was trying to just like, like calm him yeah, down. Yeah. Like whatever. That's usually the catcher's job. Right. Like you don't let them run out and pummel right. your pitcher, you know. So the right. catcher usually does get in between. But yeah, Arenado was having none of that and like kind of tossed Nito, which was also a little like deflating deflating as well right so you know watching the whole thing unfold they kind of knew this shit was going to brew over eventually but the the fact of the matter is Lindor got hit in the face uh in the head mm-hmm. uh, and you heard probably by now he was going to take off the the flap yeah before that at bat and he left it on he couldn't couldn't get it off in time maybe they were fucking around with the tools or whatever so thankfully he left it on wow uh Pete Alonso got hit in the head twice mm-hmm. these guys kind of took it and they didn't es- escalate it to the point that Arenado did. Pete Arenado Alonso didn't even literally get got up and walked, walked to, to first. first base. Right, right, right. So Arenado, which you have to remember, the pitch to Nimmo like an inning earlier was way closer. Right. Nimmo hit the deck. Right. Arenado just backed up and yeah. like like tried to be tough. There's, I don't know if you saw it, but someone literally took his starting position when he was standing in the batter's box before the pitch was thrown and then showed where the pitch ended up mm-hmm. it's nowhere near his head it's like shoulder length at best right. and like not, i'm sorry i could literally i could rant about this for hours i feel like i don't i don't want to go on and on but i just think like i understand obviously that pitch was on purpose to some degree it was a statement pitch being like you know if you're gonna throw inside to our guys we'll throw inside to your guys whatever the case may be but like as nolan arenado how it, it just seemed so comical to me that he's getting upset when really all the Mets did was say like, hey, this is how you locate a pitch. This right. is where I meant to throw it. And it actually went there. Obviously, none of the Cardinals pitchers are trying to hit anyone. But the fact of the matter is they can't locate where they're trying to throw it. So I think the statement there really was, this is how you locate a pitch. I wanted to throw here and back you off the plate. And that's what I did take note like and i don't understand how he has the audacity then to freaking like start chirping and charge them out it's just wild to me well it's it's you have to look at like uh case by case basis because like jd davis get hit in the foot yesterday as well obviously i don't think that was on purpose i will say i missed that i didn't see the replay of it and yet. he actually looked like he came out of the game so yeah. hopefully nothing serious he got hit like and it was his birthday too so Aww. to get rocked on your birthday taken out of the game Sucks. i think it was his birthday either that or it was the day before yeah but either way uh yeah, I mean, certain times where like it does like up and in, obviously that's a statement pitch, but like when it gets away from the pitcher, it's a little bit different. But when they did talk to Bassett the other night, he did say, this is not just like a pitching itch issue. Right. It's the balls. So he tried to give the Cardinals an excuse. And then you heard what the Cardinals pitcher said, right? right? right, right. He came back and said like, no, take accountability for yourself. The balls are fine. Right. But it's like, okay, but you guys are the ones with the problem. Yeah, the so... pitchers, the, the, the players need to be united on this because yeah. we know that there's something's up with the ball. Right. And it's been something up with the ball for years. It's either the ball or the fact that some pitchers just can't control without sticky stuff anymore. Right. You have a bunch of people who are just trying to throw as hard as they can and the control they had was because of the sticky stuff and now they're throwing these ridiculously fast balls with no control and that's the thing is like everyone was saying yesterday like you know if you want to send a statement pitch like you shouldn't throw it up and in like what if he were to miss like what if he didn't hit his location i'm like 
They do miss. That's but, why Peter Alonso got hit twice exactly. already. And I'm like, that's the whole freaking point. So if you're going to open that floodgate and be like, well, you know, don't throw a pitch that could, if you miss, it could be dangerous. Well, then then let's tell the Cardinals pitchers to do the same thing. If you don't have the control without sticky stuff or with these crappy balls, if you don't have the control to hit your spots, then stop throwing inside. Like I, it has to. And I don't think that should be what it is. But I don't think you should tell the Mets pitchers, no, you can't throw up and in because what if you miss? Right. It makes no sense. See, I don't know what the answer is, though, because, you know, they keep fucking around with the ball which is weird like just pick one ball and run with it like right. i don't understand why in this sport they have to fuck around with it so much like yeah in the juiced ball era whatever you want to call it of a few years ago when pete alonzo had 53 home runs yeah would he be doing that now with this ball no, probably not so you know what bassett was saying too is like every time you i think it was him every time you pick yeah. up a ball it feels different and he said every There's inning no the consistency. balls were different right. right so in one inning you have grip one inning you don't right. like you could be wild in the first and you know strike out the side in the second so right. it's like give them an even playing field here and let them be consistent. So I'm not against sticky stuff. Yeah. Uh, if they, if, if everyone's using it in like, Hey, MLB says, this is the product you can Agreed. use. Then like, if everyone's entitled to the same advantage, right. fine. Right. Um, and then go from there. But it's funny. Uh, I don't know how many pitchers, how many, batters the Mets pitchers have hit so far but yeah. for the Mets to be hit 19 times is wild but also like let's talk about that let's talk about how the fact that at the time the best team in baseball by the way uh, x-rays seem to have come back negative for JD Davis which awesome. is good. All right, Love that. as you were um the best team in baseball one of if not the best team offensively like it's not a coincidence that they're the ones getting hit you can't like yes to a certain degree it's not it's not happening on purpose but you have a bunch of pitchers who are trying to back hitters off the plate who don't have the control to do that who are accidentally hitting them and it's not happening to crap your teams because they're not as much of an offensive threat so well, that's that brings me to my next point mm -hmm. so how many pirate players do you think have been hit by pitches so far this year i'm not sure i don't know if it's going to prove my point or completely shatter it and it's going to be ironic so i don't know just tell me well just guess the mets have had 19 hits so mets far? have had 19 how many players how many pirates players have been hit by pitches i'm gonna say seven zero <laughs> There you go. Zero. There you go. Because no one's scared. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, no one's scared of the pirates. Exactly. Right. That's the whole point. So, yes. And that's why, like, everyone's trying to say, you know, the Mets can't be getting upset. They're not doing it on purpose. But there is a correlation. If They're not trying to hit them on purpose. But if you're not a good enough of a pitcher to make the pitch you're trying to make and you keep hitting them, that's a problem. And the Mets have every right to step up for themselves one way or another. Well, I think also the fact is like pitchers are generally throwing harder across the yes, board as well. Agreed. So they're it's almost like they're they're throwing for speed. The fastballs are you know typically closer to 100 now than low 90s. Right. Mm -hmm. And guys that are throwing this hard maybe shouldn't be throwing this hard. Exactly. Like you, said. you know what I mean? So it's like if they can't control it and they can't get the grip of it, then right. guys like Pete Alonso get hit in the head. It, it shouldn't be the Mets batters that have to just take it and adjust the pitcher should have to adjust and be better at their job i don't think that's too much of the mets to ask and like they tried like articulating that in their post-game interviews nothing is changing mlb isn't stepping in so no i don't blame them for saying hey this is how you locate a pitch this is where we wanted it to be and you backed off the plate and no one had to get freaking hit for it right. to happen right, right i don't right. see a problem with that i very much and i think MLB for the most part has pretty much phased out the notion of, you know, if you accidentally accidentally hit one of our guys, we're going to intentionally hit your star player the next inning. That's not really a thing anymore. And I don't encourage that. And I don't encourage anyone to purposely try and hit someone in the head. But that's also not what the Mets were doing. Right. They right. weren't trying to hit anyone and they didn't. That's how you successfully do that. Like that is still allowed. That is still part of the game. I don't know. I could rant about this forever. <laughs> I was so hoping hated. that it was going to be like a full on blowout, yeah. like brawl, because I feel like 
not only the, I don't want people to get hurt, right. but like, you know, I feel like the last time I saw a real fight mm-hmm. was, um, uh, Odor. No, um, Odor and who was it? Joey, but who'd we bring in? Who'd we get from Toronto Blue Jays? The Batista, Jose Batista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They oh, fought. yes, yes. That yes. was like the last fight, fight yeah. that I saw. They mm-hmm. fought at second base. It wasn't yeah. even like something. Yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. like <laughs> totally different story. But I feel like that was like the last real baseball fight that I saw. But anyway, we do have a doubleheader coming up. Yeah, Joy Betts. What's up, MJ? How you doing? Uh, we do have the doubleheader coming up on Tuesday. It is a single admission doubleheader. I believe there's like six tickets left if you want to go and pick them up on Mets.com/slash the Seven Line Army. Unfortunately, since it is a doubleheader and Julia's got like a million dogs to walk, she cannot make the game on Tuesday. And uh, why don't you let the people know where you sit typically? Normally, I sit in section 142, which is right next to the opposing team's dugout. To my left. Row one. Row one. So you can quite literally heckle the entire Braves bullpen appropriately. Respectfully. Respectfully. Not throwing garbage on the field like you're a Yankee fan. No, 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 no. All good fun. Bald Vinny, get your house in order. Yeah. Um. Uh, Mets, when they're, you know, having their little warm ups with the balls in the outfield, they always throw it right there. You're in good prime real estate. Well, to maybe to one. you. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think that they're throwing it to everybody. No, but, but they're, they're throwing it like into the seven line section. Okay. usually. And it's and if you're in the front row, it's easy to catch one. Do you remember um, when, uh, one of the players from I don't know what team it was threw their throw a ball up to one of our friends friends with like his phone number and everything on it? We won't say who it is, but do you remember that? Yes. But that also kind of happened to me last. Really? Season. Yeah. Are you thinking of me? No. Okay. Then this happened twice. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So anyway. I'll leave it there. Maybe you'll sit in Julia's seat and uh, <laughs> get a know, Braves pitcher's phone number. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that'll happen. So do you have your question? Okay. So here's the thing. Once I sit down, I realize I never actually, I have it in my head. I okay. didn't write it down. I just want to really quickly make sure I don't mess it up. So I'm just going to confirm one thing. So talk for like so two seconds. So if you guys don't know what we're about to do here, Julia's going to give away that ticket because she can't make the game. Uh, if you want to meet up with me prior, we're probably going to have a couple of drinks in the parking lot. I don't really know what's going on as far as the tailgate is concerned. I don't really think we're going to tailgate. It's a three o'clock start on a Tuesday. A lot of people are going to roll in whenever they can make it out of work. Right. Uh, some people are going to do half days or just bang out of the day completely. But um, I'm probably going to park in the marina. If you want to meet up with me prior, that's that's cool. If not, you just go into the stands. Uh, we will send you the barcode once we have it. I think they come like a day or two before the game. So we'll, we'll figure it out how to get you the ticket. But Julia is about to give away the ticket live on the show right now to one person in the chat. So yes. during the pandemic, um, when, when the first, when it first started, cause I think we are still in a pandemic, but when COVID first hit, uh, we started a show called big apple trivia that Julia hosted on Instagram from her basement and her <laughs> dog was always like barking. It was hilarious, Bugsy. but she ran Mickey the show by herself, which is pretty impressive. So like I would watch it at my house. She would go live on the, on the seven lines, Instagram account. Yeah. It was sometimes a train wreck, but it was, fun. it was great. It was fun. <laughs> so we, uh, they would, players would request to be a part of the show. And sometimes it didn't even work at all. <laughs> Where like you'd hit the button and like someone would be like, there was a few weirdos. There was some weirdos. So the show, Julia would have to like preface it. Like, don't be weird. One of there was only two rules. Don't cheat. Oh, three rules. Don't cheat. Keep your eyes closed when you're answering the question so you can't read the chat for the answers. And just don't be freaking weird. Yeah, it was fun. It was otherwise very straightforward. But it was it was a good time. I, yeah. I loved it. I think you had a, a decently fun time with it. So I did. what we're doing now is Julia's going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my eye on the chat, which we could see comments come in from both Facebook and YouTube. Um, if you're watching, I'm about to burp. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're watching on Twitter, then uh, hop on over to one of those platforms quick if you want to play. So mm-hmm. the first person to cor- to cor- correctly answer this question will get 
the ticket for free to Tuesday. If you can't yes. make the game for whatever reason, we could forward it to someone else that you choose. Yes. And just remember that your comments or your chat on your screen might not match the one that I'm seeing right. here as far as what's in the order. Yes. But I will highlight whoever the first person is. That comment will go on the screen and you will be the winner. Yes. So take it away whenever you're ready. Gonna, again, I want to give people an extra second in case they're watching on Twitter to get over somewhere they can comment. In authentic big Apple trivia fashion, spelling, spelling does count. Oh, it does? Yes. I thought it didn't count. No, it did. It okay. was very important. Well, you're going to have spelling to write it counts. down for me because I'm going to be oh, scrolling no, no, no. through. You'll be fine. You'll, it's it's not a hard thing to spell. It just don't, you know, type so fast you spell it wrong. Um, okay. So again, I didn't write this question down, so I'm going to try and say it as smoothly as possible. Um, I thought of this question after we came up with this idea after the walk-off against the Cardinals with Dom Smith sliding into first uh -huh. base and all that. So in the spirit of walk-offs, I was thinking of previous Mets walk-offs. So my question is, Almost exactly 15 years ago to the day of that walk-off on April 24th, 2007, what Met in the bottom of the 12th inning laid down a walk-off drag bunt to beat the Rockies 2-1? to one? And I will show you who it was. It's a Mets classic that's on SNY all the time. Oh, also yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking about before. <laughs> Wow, I'm actually shocked that out of all the people. Oh, here we go. We got the answer. Let's go. Jeremy, uh, where is it? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before I click the wrong one. It was Andy Chavez. Shout out to Jeremy Stacy. Let me write that down so I can contact you Jeremy. after the game, after the show. You have the chance to get a Braves bullpen pitcher's phone number this <laughs> Tuesday, May 3rd. Jeremy Stacy. All right, cool. So that's, that's how we're going to give away the ticket. Jeremy, congrats to you. If you want to hang out before, let me know. Uh, if you can't make it for whatever reason, uh, we will give it to somebody else. So a lot of people are saying, you know, what's funny. Like once someone writes the right answer, uh -huh. a bunch of people write it after. Yes. Like, what's the point? Like it's, it's already over. <laughs> well, again, we don't know the order. True. True. Some people's feeds are delayed. That's true. That's what it is. So if you want to come and you know, aren't Jeremy and you're not getting it for free, there's a few <laughs> left single admission, double header, $44 at city field Mets versus Braves, kind of an important game, even though it's early in may. Um, and, uh, they're playing two of them. So, Two for the price of one, 44 bucks. You get the ticket and the Seven Line Armies 2022 jersey. If you happen to not be available that day, the next tickets to go up will be the following day, next Wednesday. Uh, and those tickets are for the June 18th game. And it is, it is our first night Saturday game of the season. So we're definitely going to be tailgating before it. Also, it gets a little bit warmer in June, so it should be a fun time there for like a full day of hanging out at the ballpark. So those are a little bit more expensive, as you probably know. Um, game tickets, Mets game tickets in like April and September are less expensive than when, when we get into the summer months, right. we don't make the prices. That's just how it works. So this is 82 bucks, uh, June 18th. And, um, those go up on Wednesday, the fourth, which is next week at 10 AM on Mets.com slash the seven line army. So you're not going to Denver. I'm not unfortunately, uh, but we are. So we're going to be out there on the 21st of May, which is next month. And the pregame party is all set. We have the details up on the website. And um, did I tell you what? Did you happen to see the tweets I put up from the bar up the street? No. Okay. So I called another bar up the oh, street. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. I oh, see my this. God. Oh, I'm sorry. I did see that. I have never gotten a Like, I was on the phone with this guy. And I was like, I granted, I understand if you're like a, a somewhat busy bar already, right. you you might not care about the extra influx of but also customers just that are terrible coming in. customer service. Oh my god! That's so awful. if you if you didn't see the tweets, 
I called this bar up the street a few weeks ago because the initial one that we went to a few years ago was was great for what it was, but we only sold like only sold like 600 tickets to right. that one. So the, the venue was fine for what we needed. Now we sold like 1300 tickets. We can't fit in the original place anymore. Right. So I was like, where can we go? That's big. Called this place, got this guy on the phone, explained to him who we were, what we're about. He's like, wow, that's a lot of people. Like he knew every detail you could possibly yeah. know. I'm like, we sold 1300 tickets. We're not looking for anything special. We don't need anything private. Just we want just you want to be like, prepared the for okay yeah. that you're cool with us bringing hundreds and hundreds of extra people to your bar. Right. Granted, 1300 people don't go to the pregame, but at least 400 right. will. Mm -hmm. At least. Right. Look at the photos. Look at the marches. Look at the, like I send these people pictures, right? Yeah. So the guy was like, yeah, 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 I'll put together a package for you. I'll talk to everyone here and we'll get back to you. This was like a month ago. Uh -huh. Another week goes by. Another week goes by. I call. I ask for him. I left a me message for him to call me back. He didn't call me back. I call again last week and I'm like, hey, dude, like we're a few. I finally get him on the phone. Right. We're a few weeks away. And he goes, who is this again? And I'm like, this is the name, right? Like I wrote it down. I'm like, he's like, yeah. It's like, we talked. He's like, I've had five. He's like, I've probably had 5,000 conversations between now and then, like similar, similar conversations. Like, wait, yeah, sure. You had similar conversations from Mets fans bringing 1,300 people to your bar. And I'm not even asking for like a commission or anything. Right, I'm like, right. giving you this business. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. I, like, all right, cool. Like, we'll talk to you soon. He still doesn't call. I still didn't tell him that we weren't going there, but he still hasn't called me back with any details. That's insane. That's just, I mean, like, listen. Imagine heard, his boss knew about this. I know. Like, oh my God. That's crazy. Thousands and thousands of extra dollars in like a couple hours. Right. We stay for like two or three hours. Right. And I'm like, all right, let's go in. Like first pitch, you know? Unbelievable. That's so wild. anyway, I called a place which I didn't know existed. I should have called this place first because it's actually way better, way yeah. cooler. They have a, like a rooftop and everything. Oh, awesome. So we are going instead to a place that uh, appreciates our business. Uh, it is called Jackson's. So Jackson's in Denver. It's at the like right at the entrance to home plate. You can't miss it. Right. It's gigantic. They have a rooftop. They have like a, a whole nightclub area, which obviously we're not going to utilize, but the place is gigantic. So we are going to be there uh, pre-gaming. You can see some photos here if you're watching live. Uh, this is their rooftop. So the rooftop will not hold a thousand people, but a couple hundred at least could fit up there. So we are right. saying that we're going to get there at two o'clock. The game starts at uh six something, six ten, something like that. Let me let me see. Where is it? Say, I don't know what time it starts, but we're going to get there. Where where is it? Sorry to scroll through here and give you guys a, a headache. No, game great. starts at six ten. We're going to get there at two o'clock. And if you want to get a spot on the roof, definitely get there by two mm -hmm. because it's probably going to fill up pretty quick. So. They are going to do a couple special $7 vodka Red Bulls. If you want to tie one on a little bit, get a little extra juice. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of extra juice. A little extra juice in the bloodstream there. And then um, a uh, bucket of Coors Lights, buy four, get one free. That's for $24 for five ice cold pints. It's not like the 12-ounce the cans. It's like a 16-ounce. So Damn. not a bad deal. 24 bucks, and we're going to be out there. That looks awesome. Having a good time. Yeah, I cannot wait. I can't wait. I'm so jealous. It's our second time there. Our first time was great. The Mets won. It was, and that was during like the stretch run through. Yeah, that was August. 2015. Yeah, right? it was 2015. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. So it should be a fun time. So uh, if you want to join us for the pregame, maybe you didn't buy tickets or you missed out, um, and you want to just come to the pregame, by all means, you should come on down. So awesome. Um, do you happen to know about? Kyle from We Gotta Believe that he he's the producer for that. No, I, I know the of the podcast, but I don't know Kyle. So We Gotta Believe is a barstool podcast. I went and hung out with those guys on opening day uh, in New York City at the Barstool HQ. So I don't know what Kyle was thinking when he came up with this idea. So I'm glad this is the first time you're hearing it because I want your your real real reaction here. So what Kyle is doing 
he's picking a game per week uh-huh. where he walks on a treadmill for the entire duration of the game from first pitch until final out. <laughs> so he says he's walking until the World Series win or they are eliminated one game per week. So if you had to guess, because you know, you know we're, I asked you a little bit before about a guess on um, how many pirates have been hit by pitches. <laughs> how many miles do you think he walks per game? Oh, my God. I don't even know. I guess it kind of depends on the speed. Of oh, and he runs. Walking. He runs during rallies, too. <laughs> so like if there if he needs a rally, he starts running. That's actually amazing. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> I think I can get the sound here. Hold on. Let me put the sound on. You're going to keep hitting our guys. You're going to be ready for you can't keep hitting our guys. You better be ready for the smoke. Fuck you, Luke. You don't play that. Luke, Luke Collins baseball. He's old school. I love it. You're gonna, you're gonna keep so, our- how many miles do you think Kyle goes per game? I'm really not sure. I'm trying to think of like the mile that I can run when I'm trying. Look how my best. soaked his shirt is. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like I, on my best day, run like a 10 minute mile. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. A 10 minute mile running? Yeah. I'm no not, way. I'm not fast. That's not possible. I'm not fast. All right. Well, I go very slow. I, I I have no idea. I, I can't conceptualize. I don't know what it is. Oh, and he got the rock to reply to him. No way. Yeah. So for he, what reason? He put something up saying like, hey, I need some motivation. Shout out to the rock for being my spirit animal. And the rock replied, happy to help, brother. And the rock used the hashtag LGM. Let's go. So like, I guess the rock is a Mets fan or whoever helps the rock run his social media. Uh, so anyway, Kyle's doing uh doing this each week so where's his stats he had it up here okay so here we go how many miles do you think he walked yesterday he did it for yesterday's game yeah yesterday's game he does one a week i don't know i don't i, I really i don't know what an accurate answer is okay well, i'm gonna let you know suit. okay tell me 14.65 miles yesterday no so far he's walked in just three times doing this 42.82 miles in three games Honestly, this is an incredible idea for like weight loss and like he doesn't need to. But still, like if this is something you wanted to do to motivate yourself, yeah, this is kind of awesome. Three thousand sixty nine calories burned so far this season, and almost forty three miles. That's crazy. so he's doing like more. He's basically doing more than a half a marathon per Mets game each week. I was just gonna say one of the marathons was this past week, and it was like. 13 something miles. Well, that's a half. Yeah. Because 26.2. You ever see the stickers on people's cars like 26.2? Yeah. I think there's some people that put. That's a marathon, right? 26.2 is. But I think there's also like a religious thing where people put up like a different like a, like number. A it looks Bible the same verse. as that. It's like a Bible verse kind of thing. It looks the same as the 26.2, yeah. but it's not that. Uh-huh. It's something else. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But shout out to Kyle because that's an unbelievable idea. That's crazy. Um, He's just for no reason doing that. There's no like. Just End probably game. just for content. I mean, I, I, I'm watching yeah. it. Like, I'm excited about it. That's funny. Um, I, I love mean, that he runs for rallies. Yeah, run That's for rallies. Really <laughs> yeah. Especially like late game rallies where like you're already freaking exhausted and now you have to run. That's yeah. amazing. All right. Since we're talking Twitter here, I have to bring up another one of my favorite follows. I'm not sure if you follow Real Black 14. No, Do you I'm, know anything I've, about Real Black 14? No, I have no idea what All this right, is. All right. Well, I'm about to play a few clips here from Greg, Gregory. Prince, uh, Princeville, I think it's Princeville. How would you say that? Prince, Princeville. Princeville, yeah. Okay, Greg. Uh, <laughs> he has a song for pretty much every. Oh, you played some of these on the show have before, I? right? I want to save these so. to the soundboard because okay. <laughs> they're incredible. He has a song for almost every single player. Listen to this one. It doesn't matter what you do. 
Trump is going to come for you. You don't want to face him again. When he comes from the pen, he'll get out one through three. He will cake somebody. Guess what? It's going to be May. Let's go, Mets! He has one for everybody. So this was pinned from last summer. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Beat him? Doesn't matter. Everybody. You want to beat him? You want to try and beat him? Doesn't matter. Everybody. The field the guy plays for the Mets. And Nemo was his name. Oh, N-I-M-M-O. 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 And Nemo was his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Be your needle, baby. I can be your needle, baby. I can kiss away your pain. I can be your needle. I can kiss away your pain. (laughs) I'm going to play another one here because I have this is my first one hearing of his that's not like um like a love song or whatever that was what was that just now uh i could be your hero yeah, yeah, baby yeah. or whatever yeah this is beastie boys this is all your is bassitage 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 i'm chris bassit i got you cast it i'm in your face that's what it takes yeah, I can't stop rocking. <laughs> Excellent. I also love how like like it's Stalin Mate. It's Stalin Mate in here. <laughs> like the background, he's always like sitting in the dark, like he's just watching the game, and like it seems like inspiration just strikes. Uh, field the guy plays for the Mets, and Nimmo was his oh, he, name. He did that one already. <laughs> so I guess he repeats them every once in a while. What a dumb bum. But these will only get like a hundred views. Like these should be Francisco Lindore when he hits the ball. I feel more. I feel so much more. Love it. I can't get enough. I, I'll sit here and scroll through. I could shrieve, shrieve higher just for one moment in my life. I want to get some outs tonight. If I could shrieve, shrieve. What song is that? I don't know. So, like, even Shreve has a song. I love it. I, I don't know. I, I've never. I know you've definitely played one of these on the show before. They're unbelievable. But I, I've never seen. Tag me in something so I can follow him. That's okay, so, so Real Black 14. Love it. Uh, definitely very creative. I've seen him go to some games with his kids. And um, I guess his kids are not impressed with this Twitter <laughs> fame that he has. Um, I think it's unbelievable, though. So, so keep funny. doing your thing. I, I share them as much as I can whenever I see them. So absolutely hilarious. Uh, definitely worth a follow. So let me know about... Uh, Mark Canna looking. Li- I've never seen scrubs okay. in my life. Okay. If How do you, I find this tweet? I emailed it to you. I know, but, but is it, was it a just, long time ago? 
not too long, but I did. Right, I was so I was on my bullshit explain yesterday. Explain to me what's going on because I don't know anything about Scrubs. Okay. The show Scrubs. My boyfriend has got me watching. I never watched it before and I'm only on season four, so don't give me any spoilers. Um, but I've started watching this Scrubs. Right here? Yes, I started watching Scrubs with my boyfriend. My favorite character is Dr. Cox. And what I've realized is that he's Mark Canna's twin, and it's kind of terrifying, but they look exactly oh my God, the same. Do. Isn't that crazy? I like every time he goes up to bat, I'm like, who does he look like? He looks like someone, and it's freaking Dr. Perry Cox. <laughs> so if anybody watches Scrubs and gets the reference, I hope you appreciate this. I, I love finding doppelgangers. I don't watch Scrubs, but that is very, very, very similar. It's fun. You've seen my, my Ruben Tejada Taylor Swift doppelganger picture, right? No, it's but what was going on in our group chat? Is there like another Taylor Swift? Who's this girl? <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Who is that? All right. I, I love that I get to talk about this I've without Richie heard... interrupting me. So Olivia Rodrigo, Okay. she's one of those like rose to stardom as like a Disney Channel star kind of people. Okay. Okay. You know that song Driver's License that was huge this year? Oh, my God. You're, you're, you're not that old. You're not that old. I just don't care. Kelly is young and hip. Like, I know she knows this song. I don't song. care about this stuff. Okay. That's why. So she had this huge song called Driver's License, and it got a lot of attention because it was very How does it obvious. Go? I can't play it on here because we'll get flagged. Week. Just Wait. like we always talked about. You won't know. Is it on the radio? I don't listen yes, to the radio. It was on the radio. It was I nominated. Was. She was nominated for seven Grammys. This I year. listen to the fan from like bookend to bookend. Like so I wake up and I have the fan on. You and... don't know Olivia Rodrigo. No, I do. But anyway, the bottom line is Olivia Rodrigo has said it herself. She learned songwriting because she is a huge Taylor Swift fan. Does Taylor Swift even write her own songs? Yes. Oh my God. Taylor Swift has written every single one of her songs. I don't know. I know, like, what's his name? The redheaded dude would write Ed everyone's Sheeran. songs. No, no, no. Yeah. Taylor Swift has written every song she's ever wrote, written okay. or co wrote, whatever. Um, yes. And she's she is. She's one of the most incredible songwriters of our generation. And Olivia Rodrigo grew up being a fan of hers and that's how she learned to write songs so richie knowing how easily triggered right i am by taylor swift slander will try to just stir the pot and tell me that olivia rodrigo is better i love olivia rodrigo i'm a huge fan so i'm not going to pit two queens against each other uh -huh. but the fact of the matter is taylor swift is the blueprint and there is no olivia rodrigo without taylor swift and that's uh, okay that's the whole thing i don't know anything i don't know both talented amazing beautiful young women but olivia rodrigo is not her She's young. She's like a teenager. She's 19. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no idea. Um, anyway, back to uh, the, Mets. the Mets for a second. Well, <laughs> even kind of whatever. If you want to uh, be in the running to win this week's giveaway, which is the seven line gift card. Maybe you want to buy the new, the new sneakers. They're going to come out soon. We have to get the Denver outing out of the way first. So like the Denver, actually, I'm going to pick up the shirts right now after we turn this thing off. So, uh, we have to get Denver out of the way, and then the sneakers will go up. We also have some other stuff. We have some sundresses coming out. You've been supposed to. You've been meaning to pick up the stuff that you've had oh my me reserved. Do for not like, let me leave without Christmas. it. Yeah, do not let me leave without it. Okay. I will literally drive off. So the road. we have a whole bunch of stuff coming out. So share the show to be in the running. Right now, we are going to give away the Lindor bobblehead from last week, though. Uh, there are two of them. We are giving one away on Twitter and one away on Facebook. On Twitter, the winner is at Panda Man nineteen sixty seven. And on Facebook, it is David Figueroa. Yay. I wonder if he's related to Nelson, <laughs> Nelson Figgy. So you are going to win these bobbles, bob, bobble gnomes, which I think the Mets are giving away this weekend. April 30th. Are you sure? 99.9% sure. Okay. So if you aren't uh, Panda Man or David, you can get yours at City Field uh, Saturday. Yes. So head on out to City Field for that. Thanks to the Mets for sending those over. And um, 
next Friday, I have one more thing to promote here. Love I don't it. know if you're coming to this. Uh, like I don't have enough on my plate next week, but <laughs> we are doing a viewing party at Sayville Bait and oh, Tackle. Oh, I did see this. Are if you I coming? Can, if I can figure it out with work, yes. Okay, so next Friday, Mets vs. Phillies. The first uh, time we are going to be using the Seven Lines truck in years. So come on out. It's going to be a fun time. Sayville Bait and Tackle. It, they took over a spot that used to be called um, shit. What was it called? I don't even no. remember. It was. It's in Sayville. It's a good spot. They they completely gutted it, and they have the largest television in Sayville. So we're going to be out there next Friday from five to seven. I'll have the truck out front selling some merch. And then the game starts at seven against the Phillies inside. We're going to be in there watching the game. They're going to have the sound on. There's going to be some drink specials, some food specials. Um, it's going to be a great time. So I don't know if you are familiar with the Boomer and Geo show, but Geo lives in Sayville and he's going to swing by as well. So it should be a fun time. And uh, maybe Julia will be there. If not, <laughs> at least I will be with the truck. So uh, come on out, have a fun time, enjoy some uh, some suds, maybe check out the new spot if you haven't been to Sayville Bait and Tackle yet, but uh, great friends of the Seven Lines, so we're excited to uh, head their way. So um, Mets, are, Mets are off tonight, Phillies come into town this weekend, tomorrow night is McGill versus Nola, Saturday is Walker versus Gibson, and Sunday is Scherzer versus Eflin, they are all night games, so uh, I don't know if you saw what they're doing for the Sunday night ESPN game. If oh. you happen to notice while you were trying to frantically oh, get over here. Is someone mic'd up? Yes. Is it Lindor? Yes. Love it. So this Sunday night at the request of Bryce Harper. Yes. I saw this a while I ago. I think he said like when he was mic'd up, like, oh, I'll get Lindor on here. So right. um, DeComo tweeted uh, a little bit before noon today that Lindor agreed to be mic'd up during the Sunday night baseball game against the Phillies this weekend. And he will converse with the booth live during the game. Um, I know that there was a little bit of bad blood there between the Mets and Phillies during their last uh, meetup. So imagine there's like a benches clearing. Love it. And mic'd up. Dust up, mic'd up with Lindor. I think yeah, that would be hilarious. That's so. crazy. I feel like the Mets will be on their best behavior for that reason. No. Knowing, fuck that. knowing that someone's mic'd up. Yeah, probably. Sometimes I forget I'm mic'd up right here and I'm sitting <laughs> with like lights and cameras on me, you know, like. Yeah, but they have a lot more to lose. So yeah, that's we'll true. see. All right, guys. So uh, Julia will let me know when we could do the show next no, week. I told you, you any, day day after any day noon. after after 12 shit. Uh, maybe next Wednesday. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I think next Wednesday works. All right. So circle it. it for your calendar next week, Wednesday at noon and, Perfect. um, next Friday, definitely try to get out there. Happy birthday to my wife this Saturday. Happy, Happy birthday, anniversary Kelly. to us on Monday. Um, yeah, it's going to be a jammed pack week for us next <laughs> week. So it should be a fun time. So, Thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Let's go Mets. Thanks for Julia to getting here in time and not having COVID anymore. And we will see you guys. Hold on. Wait for it. Next. It's worth the wait. We will see you guys next week. Nice game, pretty boy. Uh, you got it. You got it. Where is it? No, it's, it's worth the wait. Isn't you Put it in the box. Oh my God, it's so loud. All right. See you guys. Put it